Hello and welcome back to the Daily Study of the Way of Mastery. I'm Jason Amoroso, your guide and friend. And today we continue with Lesson 6, Love Heals All Things. Section 3, The Primary Characteristic of Mastery. And I think we're going to have a short one today. We're going to look at paragraphs 13, 14, and 15 as Jeshua continues this analogy of plugging in, uh, unplugging and plugging in. So... Jeshua continues, fear is the act of disconnecting your cord from the only socket that that can truly satisfy you and running about trying to plug it into somebody else's or something else's. I would ask you to consider this one question as you look upon the whole of your experience. Has it ever worked? Can it ever work? So a beautiful paragraph by Jeshua. Fear is the act of disconnecting your cord from the only socket that can truly satisfy you, which is the heart, which is the divine source, God, love, creator, whatever word. It's really the the essence, the feeling of it. Fear is when we disconnect from that because we're afraid. And when we're afraid, we think we we are separate. We think we lack something. We think we can lose something. Fear is when we are disconnected from that. In truth, you can never be disconnected. Let's just, again, remember that and reinforce that. In truth, you can actually never, you know, the wave can never be separate from the ocean. It's a part of it. Water and wetness can never be separate. So it feels like it's separate. You feel like somehow you're outside. You feel somehow you don't have a purpose or you lack a connection with God. You're like, I can't feel God. Oh, what's wrong with me? Or what's wrong with my path? Or God doesn't love me. That's you closing off the connection. It's always there. So let's just acknowledge that. If you feel lonely, desperate, um, you know, like you're, you've lost something, that's, it's not in a self-judgment like, oh, you're wrong. It's just, it, the, 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 the beautiful part of that is you can truly never be disconnected. It's impossible. You would cease to exist, and you exist. So fear is just the illusion that you've disconnected, and you're looking to feel love and connection in the wrong places. That's really what Jeshua is saying in someone else or something else. In, in the next job, oh, this job is going to fulfill me. Oh, this my, why is my partner, why is my spouse not fulfilling me? Don't they know they're supposed to make me happy? Don't they know this relationship is supposed to make me happy? Right? We're, we're trying to plug into the relationship. We're trying to plug into our partner. Don't our kids don't doesn't my kid know that they're supposed to be good and so that I could feel proud of them and I can feel happy? Doesn't my don't my family members know they're supposed to do things to make me feel good? And that society, life, life, you're supposed to give me what I want so I could be happy. So we try to plug into to something or someone else. I mean, look at celebrities are like such a, a projection for that. Doesn't a celebrity know that they're supposed to inspire me and that they're supposed to make me happy? We worship these celebrities as a culture in the whole. Because they have what we want. So let us plug into what they have so we can feel like they, we think they feel. But the whole thing's a, a charade. So whenever you're in fear of anything, fear of the economy, fear of money, fear of love, fear of health. When you're in fear, number one, notice 
This is a skill, a practice. Notice you're in your head, you're in your thinking. When you are afraid, you're in your thinking, fearful thinking, stinking thinking. Just notice that you're not in your heart. And that's great. The more you notice that, oh, I'm afraid of this. Oh, I'm worried about this. I'm concerned about this. These are different words of saying afraid. I'm anxious about this. My anxiety is this. That's your head. That's your thinking. When you notice that, take a slow breath, a slow, full, deep breath in and out through your nose. Bring yourself back into your breathing, into the body, into your heart. In your heart, you are never afraid. And you realize, oh, I've been placing, I've been trying to put my connection into this this business deal, hoping it's going to work out and bring in the money that I'm hoping is going to save my family. Anything you're attached to, anything you're hoping is going to save you or make you feel better or more lovable or anything you think is going to bring you a sense of peace and relief. Oh, if I just win the lottery, then I can relax and stop worrying about money. You're trying to plug your socket in to something outside of you. It's always inside. Be still and know I am God in the midst of you. Closer than your breathing, nearer than your hands and feet. You can't separate wetness from water. I'm going to say that over and over and over again in different ways. To remind you. Jeshua says, consider this one question. As you look upon the whole of your experience, whatever you can remember, whatever you can think of, if you take a 30,000, 50,000 foot view of your life, has it ever worked to plug into a different person? To get your needs met by a different person. Has it ever truly worked? Maybe in the short term, it feels good. But in the long term, has it ever worked? Where you place your hope, where you place your lovability, where you place your worthiness in in something outside of you. Look, look at your experience where you've thought that that thing or the person or the situation was going to be the thing for you. And notice it has and it has never worked. And Jeshua says, can it ever work? And of course, it's a he knows the answer to that. No, it can never work because, again, you're looking for love in all the wrong places. So let us love ourselves as we realize that we've been doing this, not judge ourselves. Not use this as fodder for self-judgment, but self-compassion. Oh, it was innocent. I was looking for love outside of myself. I thought I, I was I was kind of told it was out there. Look at all the, the advertising world. Oh, we'll make you feel better. This product, this service is going to be the thing that fixes it, it, fixes you, makes you feel better, makes you love yourself, makes you worthy, makes other people love you too. Man, I bought into that. Okay. It was innocent. I was trying to feel better. And now I'm getting now now I'm being led back to the only place I can truly feel good, which is inside of myself and my heart connecting to the love in in me. It's always been within me. And as I start to love myself more and more and forgive myself more and more for getting lost, if I'm judging myself, the more I love myself, the more I slow down and connect to my heart and connect to the divine and and have the intention and desire to have conscious union and open up to love and receive love and be guided by love. Watch what happens in your external world. It just naturally shifts miraculously in ways you can't predict, in ways you can't control. 
People come into your world, situations change, people leave your world, things pop in that you could never have predicted because you're being guided by a different power, the power of love that knows your every situation, by the way. Don't, you know, we, it's very easy to be like, oh, well, God doesn't know I'm, I got 20 grand in credit card debt that I need to get paid. I need that money for that. Yeah, it's infinite intelligence knows everything. Your higher self, your soul self, your Christ self knows everything. And when you can have the courage and the willingness to get out of your own way, out of your own head, out of your own control and plug into a different socket, when you have the, the willingness and the courage to do that, watch as the miracles unfold in your life. Jeshua continues, imagine trying to hold flowing water in the palm of your hand by squeezing the fingers together. How much are you left with? Does it not just run through the fingers, no matter how hard you try? It finds the little holes and it flows away. You open your hand and there is not enough left there to wet the tongue. We all try to do this in some way or another when we're not paying attention to and not being conscious about where our attention is. When we're focused on the outside and we're focused on what we're lacking when we're looking at the things that are wrong and need to be fixed in our life, we try and grab onto those things that we think we need, the person, the relationship. Oh, my God, I can't lose them. If I lose them, all that love will be gone from me. That could be a kid. That could be a significant other. That could be a family member, a parent. Oh, my God, I can't lose them. We, we put our love into that from that place of fear. That they're the source of the love that we experience. Any attachment that we have is fear. I'm attached to any outcome. I'm attached to any person thinking a certain way, being a certain way. Look at your life. Just look at your attachments. Look at if it changed your if, if When you think about a situation or a person, if it changes, the situation changes, the person changes or leaves you or whether through death or they leave you, they abandon you, whatever it is, look at the situation. If it changes, your inner experience will change. I'll feel less love. I'll feel unlovable. I'll feel abandoned. I'll feel lack. And just notice that where you are attached to something having to be a certain way, you are in fear because you're saying there's not enough. That somehow if somebody dies or leaves me, I have less love. And we know that's not true. When we're in our heart, we know that's not true. Now, it can hurt, of course, have the human experience, feel, allow yourself and Jeshua says it over and over again. Allow yourself to feel your feelings. Don't deny them. Don't repress them. Feel them so they can pass through without attaching a ton of meaning to it. Oh, my brother died. Of course I grieved and cried and sobbed and wept and felt a loss. I allowed myself to feel the feeling of the loss. And when I return to my heart, I know that not only is it not true that there is no loss, but the love has actually only expanded. Both in my relationship with my brother, that love has expanded. And in my the love that I've, I'm holding inside of me has expanded because I'm seeing through the illusion of, of death of the body. 
that's not really death. There's no such thing as death. And actually, side note, I love when Abraham Hicks, you know, Abraham Hicks talks about death. They're like, they don't even try to like pretend that it's not a, a thing. They're like, yeah, we kind of make fun of death. We we just know how not a thing it is. So we kind of call it croaking because it's kind of a fun way to kind of tease this idea of death. They kind of lighten it. So notice where if something leaves your experience, it would, you know, you're attached to it. That's where you're plugging into something else. You're in fear. And there's no judgment around this, by the way. Just was like, oh, you're in fear again. What's wrong with you? Stop being in fear. No, it's just showing. We're just looking. Oh, that's why I'm suffering. I've plugged my socket into the wrong thing. It was an innocent thing. I was trying to feel good. I was just looking in in the wrong place. Let me come back inside. Let me come back to desiring my connection with source, with the God within. The the tighter I try to hold on to people. It's needy is cringy, man. The, the, The more I need money, the more I need approval, the more I need your validation, the more I need to feel safe, the less you get of it the more repelling you are to people because you're like an energy vampire trying to suck from them and they could feel it unconsciously. And you might not even, and you might not even be conscious that you're doing it. You're like, why is everybody true? You know, why? Usually it shows up in like, why is everybody not care about me? Look at everybody like doesn't even notice me. Well, it's because you're super needy. You're looking to them for the love and the validation that you feel you're lacking and it's repelling. So if you're experiencing that, just look and be like, oh, that's that's what's happening. And be honest and then make a different choice. I'm going to start choosing to find that love within, to seek that love within, to open to that love within. I'm worthy of love just because I exist. Last paragraph, Jeshua says, Yet each time you have looked upon another, whether parent or sibling or friend or mate or teacher or whatever physical person or object, and tried to plug into that socket to get the juice you believe you need, this is just what you are doing. And you are literally, and you literally end up squeezing the life out of the relationship itself. And we kind of just talked about that. Notice, look at where you are doing this. Where you're looking for that person, the object, the achievement to fulfill you in some way. That is a guaranteed recipe for suffering because it's not going to be able to fulfill you. You might think it will for a moment and then it won't. I used to think working in pro sports, winning a World Series ring would would. It won. It would be a lot of fun, but I used to think it would mean something about me. When I first got into pro sports, I was like, I'm going to win a World Series ring. I just I feel like I'm destined to to win it and it will be so awesome. Like it will validate and prove that I'm a winner, that that I'm part of something awesome. That's what I used to think. Now, consciously, I wouldn't really say that. I'd be like, oh, yeah, we're going to win a World Series ring. But like underneath it was about feeling validated, feeling good about myself, achieving something, being part of a winner. That's what it was. And for years, I was very attached to that. And our team stunk at that time. Now, now, now the team that I formerly worked for, the San Diego Padres, um, are really good. 
and it's exciting to see. And the, uh, I guess, perfect part of it is I'm no longer attached to oh, getting a World Series ring. And I've completed my time with them. So after seven years, now watch, they're probably going to win the World Series next year, which would be so perfect. <laughs> so perfect for my ego to just let go of that attachment and celebrate what they're doing. Because there's definitely two stories I could tell about that. Oh, this was horrible timing. Look at this. Life's joking at me. And I was off by one year. And what could I have done to stay? And all these things, even though my heart's like, dude, it was time to go. You wanted to go. And this is perfect. Let go of the attachment. So look at the things you're attached to. Parents, siblings. I always add in children. Friends, mates, teachers, whatever, mentors, where have you put someone on a pedestal? Where are you trying to plug your socket to get the juice you think you need from them? And Jeshua says you literally end up squeezing the life out of the relationship itself because it's not fair to them that you're trying to get this from them. And not only is it fair or not fair, it's just like you can't get it from them. You're trying you're, – you're hoping and wanting and demanding them to give you something they literally can't give you. They can try so much. Your kid can try so much to try to make you happy and do everything. You might be happy for a moment, but you know ultimately that's not going to work. And then your kid gets all messed up because he grows up being a people pleaser and trying to make other people happy to get love. So just look where you're demanding somebody to give codependent relationships. It's a big one. And, and more and I, you know, we work through that in our own relationship where we've each done our own work to see where we were demanding to get our needs met from either the other person or the relationship itself and see how that was creating our suffering and then go within and see that our source of contentment and peace and fulfillment and happiness and joy is within first. And as we cultivate and open to that truth, then a relationship is totally different. You have two people joining for the joy of experiencing life together and creating things together. And we trigger each other, and that's also another part of relationship. She triggers me, I trigger her, and we see that when she – like when more is triggering me, it's always – it's not about her and what she's doing or saying or whatever. It's never about her. It's about me. What's, what is she re reflecting back to me that's unhealed inside of me that I'm just making her the scapegoat? So I got to take responsibility and same. I'm sure the same for her, but that's the work. That's a conscious relationship. That's a conscious marriage. And it's not always easy. It's not always, it's not always easy to take responsibility and be honest with yourself about where you're afraid or where you just want to be right instead of at peace. That's not easy work to the ego. It can be hard and take time sometimes. Sometimes it's quick. Sometimes it takes a long time. But two people committed to taking that level of responsibility for themselves, that can create a, an incredible marriage and relationship and partnership because you're not demanding anything of the other person or the relationship. This relationship needs to make me feel a certain way. No. It's like that's true friendship. You're not demanding your friend be a certain way. 
and and make make your needs met. So just notice, just notice, no judgment, and and it's about bringing awareness. You you may be doing this in parts of your life where you don't even realize, but maybe listening to this, you're like, huh, I'm not happy with this relationship here. Maybe I'm maybe I'm demanding it be something that is going to do something for me. Maybe I'm plugging my socket. Maybe look at your job. Look at your work. If you're not happy with your work situation, consider that maybe you're trying to plug in your happiness into this job and you're never going to get it because that's not where your happiness is found. That's not where your joy and fulfillment and connection is found. Now, so many of us want, because we spend so much time working, we want to feel good in that part of our life. I don't want to have nine hours of my day be horrible. But if I'm looking for that job to fulfill me, it's not going to work. So let me look within and connect within. And then magically, two things are going to happen. Magically. It's going to seem like magic. Two things are going to happen. One you're actually going to start liking your job because it was never about the job. You can show up as the Christ in any job. You could show up as love, as the Christ, as a barista at Starbucks, as a worker at the kiosk at the mall, as a street sweeper, as a checkout person at the grocery store, as an accountant, as a CEO. It doesn't matter what you're doing. You could show up as the Christ in any job, in any work, because it's not about the work, it's about you. So if that's your priority to seek first and you and show up as that, you're either going to love who you are in the job and the job's not going to bother you anymore because you know you're on a holy mission or you're naturally going to leave or another job's going to come in that's more in alignment with who you're being. Either way, you win because either way, you are being the Christ. You are being joy. You are being compassion and love. You are being of service. So it's all about you. I love you guys so much. It's all about you. This is the good news. This is the incredible news because we've been thinking it's about the other person. It's about the situation. I need to change out there. And that's so hard to change things out there. You could change things. You could spend your whole life trying to change the world. And we do. And nothing changes. It's all about inside. Gandhi, be the change you wish to see. It's the same thing as seek first the kingdom of God. Then wherever you are, God is always. I mean, God is everywhere all the time because God is everything. But it's like your awareness of it. And then your dissatisfaction of these things out there ceases. Because you are the embodiment, the living, walking, conscious, breathing Christ in expression. Ah, I was hoping to make this short, but then just that last piece just really sung in my heart and I wanted to share it. Hopefully you get value from this. I love you guys. I'm honored to be on this journey with you. If you do get value from this, please take a minute and give us a good review with a few kind words. Uh, it may impact somebody and inspire them to take a listen and touch something inside of them. And uh, share if this episode you think would really help someone in your life, that they this message would serve them, share this with them. Share this with them. Be of service. I love you guys. Um, I think by the time this gets posted, you're going to hear it on a Monday or it gets released on a Monday. So 
If you're listening to it when it gets released, have an amazing week. And if you ever want to reach out, please reach out. Hello at revelationbreathwork.com. Give me a shout and I'll give you a shout. All right. Appreciate you guys so much and see you tomorrow.